Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Afros and Ankara. I am your host, Eka. Today, 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 we are going to be talking about the protest in Nigeria that has spilled all over the world, um, the end SARS protest. Now, for those of you who do not know, SARS is not only... Um, it's not only the severe acute respiratory syndrome that's related to COVID-19. SARS is also the special anti-robbery squad in Nigeria. Um, SARS was created back in 1992 to fight violent crimes such as kidnapping and armed robbery. Um, they started SARS when an army colonel was murdered by three police officers. The army retaliated saying that, look, all officers are going to get it. Like, you killed one of ours, we're killing a hundred of yours. So the ar- army officers retaliated trying to kill police officers. Police officers were scared. Um, they quit. Some of them quit. Some of them fled. So a lot of, like, the police was not, it was not strong. It was not, they didn't have people. Um, however, There were about 15 officers that were still on the force, and those 15 officers became members of the special anti-robbery squad um, since they they were operating in the shadows, right, without the army knowing. So they were just there. Eventually, the army and the police reached um, some type of, came to an understanding, and the police came back and were no longer scared. I don't know why they were scared. If you kill somebody, like, man up, stand right there. But whatever, that's not what we're talking about. So after that, the police came back, and SARS was still there. Now, starting this month, anyways, I don't know the exact date, but this month, there was a killing... There was not, let me not say, there was a murder. There was a murder of a young man in Delta State by SARS. Um, this murder was not, it's not uncommon, which is so unfortunate to say. It's not uncommon for us to hear stories of SARS killing people or doing anything else that violates people's human rights. Um, however, they have been protest upon protest upon um campaigns upon campaigns to end SARS due to their violent nature SARS like I said was created to fight violent crimes so they were created to armed robberies kidnappings things like that however SARS took that upon took it upon themselves to start profiling young men young women who they thought um fit the quote-unquote descriptions of what a kidnapper would be so pretty and and it's it's gotten so bad now it's like oh you have an iphone you're clearly a scammer you have a laptop clearly a yahoo yahoo and yahoo yahoo is like the the people the scammers the the people that are scammy folks so it's like it's 2020 or let's say 2016 if i have an iphone or a laptop that doesn't mean I'm scamming. That means I have an iPhone and a laptop. I don't understand when having electronics equated to you being um, a kidnapper or uh, a scammer. And it's so funny to me because a lot of the politicians and a lot of the quote unquote big men in Nigeria walk around with five, like four or five cell phones. And they're like, and they're called, we call them the big phones, right? They've got iPhones, Samsungs, they got all these smartphones 
tablet that none of them know how to use, but nobody is targeting them as being scammers or fraudsters or kidnappers or anything like that. But no, SARS decided that they were going to target young men and women and, you know, look at them and just try to find ways to detain them unlawfully, to extort money from them. And the biggest one is the extortion. It's like, there's so many stories. If you look, if you click on the hashtag on Twitter and SARS, so E-N-D-S-A-R-S, you will see and you will hear so many stories of people saying things like, Oh, I was walking down the street and they said I looked like a kidnapper. They carried me to, they, they detained me. They kept me in the cell for hours or days. My parents had to come and pay all this money. And the funny thing about it too is this. In Nigeria, bail is quote unquote free. All right. If you're arrested in the, the, if you're arrested and you go to the police station, it will say bail is free. Even in the constitution, bail is free. What you do, what some people do sometimes when like, if it's a more serious case, you need a charity. So you need, they'll give you some type of a, um, some type of recommendation like requirement like okay maybe your sur- your surety should be a level 10 civil servant or something like that like they will give you requirements as to who your surety is but by law by the constitution of the federal republic of nigeria as amended bail is free however I don't know if some of the police officers can't read or cannot comprehend what that means. They still use that to extort money from Nigerians. Like Nigerians are worried about scammers or, you know, or fraudsters or kidnappers. And we're also worried about the police. Like the American police is is already, it's completely just, we know they have their own issues as it relates to minorities. But when you are in an entire country where everybody quote unquote looks alike. So it's not a racial issue. It's just a, it's a them versus us issue. And it's so unfortunate that the people who are put in place to protect and serve do not do that. And then the police who have the nerve, the audacity, the effrontery to open their mouth and say, don't forget police are your friend. Omar, if you don't shut up. And the thing about it, of course, I know police officers, like I, you know, I have police officers in my family, so I know that there's a possibility for people to be good human beings. I'm not talking about the ones I know that are good. This is not a generalized, this is not a generalization. This is an attack on the ones who are bad. All right. This is something that needs to be discussed. And it's really, really annoying. It's really frustrating that as a young person in Nigeria, if you look a certain way, if you have locks, if you are a guy with braids or you got, you have piercings or you have a, a tattoo, you have a cell phone or you have a, you know, a laptop, you're automatically labeled as a criminal. And it's like, really, really? And I think about our parents back in the 60s and 70s when they had the bell bottoms and the big afros and things like that i'm sure their parents looked at them like why are you six ten feet tall you already you got three feet of hair two feet of shoes five feet of you why are you so tall? you look crazy but i don't believe that your parents criminalized them I don't believe their elders criminalized their dressing, but why is it that for us as youth, as millennials, as Gen Z, whatever we do is criminalized? 
what does having locks have to do with you being a criminal? Like Nigerians believe, once again, general statement, that if you're a young man, for you to look like a responsible human being, you must have a low court. Mm? In fact, bab it all. Don't have hair at all. Just be bald. Just no hair. But if you're, you know, you understand. So that way, a hair, you look responsible. What? How does somebody look responsible? How? Sway? How? So that's besides the point. No, actually, it is the point. So SARS has just been terrorizing people for decades. Let me not even say years. For decades, they have um, falsely detained people, extorted money from them, and worse, murdered people. So SARS is a group that's supposed to prevent kidnapping and armed robberies. However, they are the main ones perpetuating kidnappings and armed robberies. There are so many people who have um, come out and told your story of how they were snatched up by SARS. They were kept in a, in a specific location or in a jail cell for God knows how long without proper food, without proper water, being tortured, and then to add insults to injury, extorted. So you now get arrested for doing nothing and then you pay them to get out? Now, is, is, is that not, that's, that, that's, is, is that not madness? <clears throat> is that not madness? And then it's like, they're, they're, they're killing people to, as well. And you're just killing them with no explanation. There was a story about how they arrested somebody for stealing a phone. Guy was already arrested, shot him dead, like arrested, shot him dead. What? Why? 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 <laughs> You know, I read a story today on Twitter about some lady who sent her 15-year-old son out to buy some rice um, because they wanted to eat rice and stew that day. They were making, they made the food. They were waiting for him to come home, come back with rice. They didn't see him. And then she was like about six months, six or seven months pregnant. She went out looking for her son, couldn't find him. Then someone told him, someone told her that her son had been picked up by the, by SARS. So she had to go to the, um, she went to the, the police station. She had to turn in her cell phone. They, she saw her son being, had, he had already, they had already started, you know, like torturing him. And she had to pay like 40 K 40,000 Naira to get her son out. Like all that stress, the poor lady had a premature baby and she was afraid to let her kids go outside. What kind of life is that? The people who are put in place to protect are not protecting. They are in fact being the ones causing more harm. It makes absolutely no sense to me. And I don't know what the qualifications are to be a member of this special anti-robbery squad. I don't know if there's psychological evaluations. I don't care what the educational level, uh, what educational level you have to reach. But I feel like at this point, it's this this God complex that people have. You, you put them in a position of quote unquote power. You put weapons in your hands. You don't know what their psychological state is. You don't know if they've eaten that day, you don't know if they're, you know what I'm saying? You don't know. What do you, what do we know about these people who are being, who are being given not just handgun assault rifles. If you go to Nigeria and you see police on the street, if those police officers are, they are armed with assault rifles. They have AK-47. Why do you have AK-47? Why are you, why, why are you armed with an assault rifle? Are you going to war against your own people? 
why why so um in May 2010, Amnesty International stated that they were going to be suing the Nigerian police over human rights abuse, once again, because of the unnecessary killing of um, a bike rider in um, Patakot. July 20, 2020, there was an expose on how the Nigerian police units, including SARS, made a profit of $93.5 billion. And that's billion with the B Naira, which equates to 63, no, $65 million within 18 months from extorting Nigerian citizens. The average Nigerian citizen is trying to survive. Okay. Like I know we see the glitz and the glamour of Nigeria, you know, with you know, our weddings are fabulous and things like that. And I'm not saying that we're not fabulous because, <laughs> baby, we are. However, not everywhere is sparkling clean. Nigeria still has a lot of issues. Nigeria just celebrated its um, its 60th anniversary, um, independence anniversary or whatever. So Nigeria is 60 years old. So Nigeria is five years from retirement, okay? Um but Nigerian leaders are all older than Nigeria. Nigerian leaders are all recycled leaders. Our current president, okay, our current president, ladies and gentlemen, was a former military dictator, okay, back in the 80s. He was a former military dictator. He was not fair. He was not, in, he was not, it was not impressive. It, it, I mean, what dictator is? Let's say that it was he. He 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 came into power through a military coup. He was in um he was a general or whatever his ranking is. I honestly could care less. I knew it a few years ago. Now I just don't have space in my brain for his history. But he came through um back in the eighties on through a military coup and he took over as a dictator. Now. Fast forward 20, 30 plus years, he's been quote unquote democratically elected twice to the presidency of Nigeria. Why are we recycling leaders? Nigeria is the most populous country in Africa, the largest concentration of black people. Why is it that we are recycling leaders after 60 years of independence? Why are we recycling leaders? Why? I just need someone to answer that question for me. Why are our leaders older than our country? Why? And then the leaders keep lying about their age. One one day, Boari is 76. The next day, he's 78. I don't think he knows how old he is or whatever. But why are our leaders being recycled? Because when you're re- we're recycling leaders, they're coming with the same mindset of the 80s. They're coming with the same mindset of their military regime. This is not a military regime. This is a democra- democracy. This is a democracy. But we don't act like it. We don't. It's not. So, the average Nigerian is making... Is, is trying to survive. They don't have access to government-funded water, like how um, here in the United States, you got your water, you got your electricity, all that is standard, you pay your bills. Nigeria, there's water, there's electricity, and you pay your bills, but you don't get it, all right? You pay for light, but you're still buying generators. You pay for waters, but you're still digging boreholes in your house so that you make sure you have water. So what am I paying for? 
what am I paying for? And this is Nigeria six years after. And I love my country. Like, we are some of the proudest people. But we know when stuff is messed up. So, in 2010, Nigerian police extort $65 million from Nigerians that are trying to make it. And I I, I think that... The reason why these police officers are behaving the way they do is because they are underpaid, right? Because I just don't understand how, well, no, let me not say that. Let me not say it's because they're underpaid. Let me not say that. You want to know why I wouldn't say that? Because our senators who are the most highly paid paid civil servants still out here embezzling and extorting money from people. So I don't, I don't even think it's the fact that they're not because they're not being paid well enough. Our senators, um, I think one of my professors said, Africa is the only continent where people go into politics to make money, which is so true. It's so true. Y'all, if you see how much, um, if you see how much senators are being paid in Nigeria, You'd want to be you'd want to be a senator too, and you would not want to leave that position. They have stupid allowances. Allowance for newspaper. What? There's an allowance for newspaper. The government, Nigerian taxpayers, are paying money for our senators to go and buy newspaper. Newspaper that you can buy for how much? Is it five hundred naira? One fifty. Why do I have to pay you to buy the newspaper? In fact, turn on the news. Hmm? Turn on the news. Open your phone. Look on Google. Look on Yahoo. Look somewhere else. Why should I pay for you to get to to to, to be reading newspaper? Is there no madness? As in, like, are we not all mad in our country? As in, there's there's a madness that has seeped so deep. Hmm? It's so deep. We don't know how to get out of it. But anyways, I digress. I spent 17 minutes, 18 minutes talking about. Nigeria's problems. Now, let's talk about SARS. No, let's talk about the youth. The Nigerian youth have been called lazy by our president. Um, our president that has failed the Nigerian youth substantially, that has failed to provide adequate education, that has failed to provide jobs upon graduation, um, that has failed to provide the Nigerian youth with good roads, a good economy, um, that has failed to provide our Ni- the Nigerian youth with steady like water food um has decided from his throne to call the nigerian youth lazy those lazy youth began taking to the street october of this year to protest those lazy youth have been protested in multiple states multiple cities not only in nigeria but across the globe those lazy youth have raised millions and millions and millions of naira to feed people to bail people out of jail to make sure people are being treated when they are still being brutalized by the thing that they are protesting against um those lazy youth are ensuring that mothers are safe that protesters are safe those lazy youth have le- have sparked a movement nationwide those lazy youth are demanding a change and i am so proud i am so proud so so proud of the nigerian youth and i'm shouting out the nigerian youth i i know that they are um they are elders that are have taken to the streets as well with the youth 
and I thank you and I, we appreciate you. But this is about the Nigerian youth, the Nigerian youth that has sparked a movement nationwide and is being seen globally. Um, it is amazing what this generation is capable of doing. It is amazing what we are able to do despite the adversity, the fact that it's so it's so easy to just sit and wait for all the old people to die and then we take over it's like no we're demanding a change now because nigeria is so big on respect and so big on age so they'll tell you oh small boy what do you know small small girl what do you know i bet go and sit down you don't know anything you're you're a child you don't know anything you'll be like 35 old they'll be calling you a baby they say you don't know anything because nigerians that we respect age and i'm not saying that we shouldn't respect age we should but you should not limit somebody because they are youth and it's so funny that nigerians always shout ah the youth you guys are the leaders of tomorrow okay fine tomorrow never comes train me today so i can lead tomorrow Mba. we don't do that one they don't do that one they'll sit down there they'll collect all their money those they'll, 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 they'll suck the national treasury dry the national kick finish and then after that they'll come and blame lazy nigerian youths we are the ones that are embarrassing us out we're, we're embarrassing nigeria outside it's not your poor governments it's not the fact that you don't have roads it's not the fact that you don't have lights it's the it's the youths that are embarrassing you oh if you don't shut up just 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 idiots all around anyways but we just want to shout i want to shout out the nigerian youth because they really are just taking to the streets and demanding change now since they started this protest um governor a governor has the governor of Lagos state has joined celebrities of course have joined um people from outside the nation have joined i know there have been protests in houston they've been protests in atlanta there's one in atlanta there was one in atlanta today um there is a protest they've been protesting in england people have been protesting all over the place and it's just really amazing um what has happened what has been a result of this protest is they've decided that they are changing the name of SARS to swats and this is not the first time that the nigerian youth have protests this is not the first time i think this is one that has gone global but this is not the first time back in 2017 shegu I want to say, yeah, started the NSARS hashtag, and that led to more protests as well. Um, in 2018, Yemi Osibanjo, who was the vice president, who was the acting president because our president was doing medical tourism because his, his own country doesn't have hospitals. He had to go outside of the country to get help. Anyways, so when Yemi, um, Yemi Osibanjo was the acting president, he called on the inspector general of police to reform SARS. Inspector general of police, instead of reforming SARS, they changed their name. The same thing that has happened today. They said, okay, change. They, the Nigerian youth said, we don't want you to reform it. Mm -mm, don't reform. End it. Kill it. Mother, let us attend its funeral. Yeah, it's gone. They have said, no, inspector general of police said, we are reforming it. Who asked you? The one they asked you to do, you won't do. So they have now changed the name to SWATS. So Nigerians too, we have changed, they have changed the hashtag SWATS must end. End SWATS. And all join. It should just go. They're not looking for a reform. They're looking for it to end. Because a, 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 an institution that is corrupt to its marrow cannot be reformed. When it's corrupt all the way down. When a tree is bad and the 
and it's bad all the way to you have to uproot like it's bad all the way to the roots you got to uproot the whole thing and start over corruption is deeply seated in the nigerian system whether it's politics religion or just day-to-day life corruption is deep inside of it it need it cannot be reformed it needs to be uprooted and I believe that's what the Nigerian youth are asking. And I believe that is what they are demanding. And I believe by God's grace, that is what they're going to get. It really does touch my heart to see all of the protests, the protests um, in different ways. People in Lagos, people in Port Harcourt, people in, I know people, I saw people in Cross River State too. Hey, how y'all doing? Um, people in Atlanta and Houston and England, people in Delta State, people all over protesting in ways they feel. I saw a powerful video of Nigerian youth protesting and praying. And that is something that is so important because the fight is not only a spirit. Sometimes people fail, just fight one way. We Okay, I'm just going to fight in the spirit. All right, that's cool. So I'm only going to fight in the physical. Okay, that's cool. But sometimes but when you put them through together, oh, we going back. This is a battle, okay? This is a battle. And it's so heartwarming to see that the Nigerian youth are not stopping. So we are so, I'm very proud. I am very, very proud. I wish I was in Nigeria right now. Because, um, I, you know, I'll, I'll be in there because my head is not correct. Um, but we sh- just really want to shout out the Nigerian youth for what they are doing for leading this movement for and the fact that there's no leader there's no leader but they're so organized there's no one person that's why I can't shout out one person I have to shout out all of them because they are doing it collaboratively and that is just it's so amazing to see what this generation can do if given a chance so shout out to the Nigerian youth shout out to all the black women because y'all win shout out to all the black men who are there because y'all win as well. Shout out to all the kings and queens that are out there marching and sacrificing. Rest in peace to those who have been um, murdered by SARS. I pray for peace over your family. I pray for peace over the families of those who have also been affected by SARS, even if not... Um, though it did not lead, thankfully did not lead to death, but any type of interaction that you may have had with this um, this unit, I pray for peace over your families. I pray that this this protesting, this um, campaign leads to the Nigeria that we all deserve, that we all hope to see in our lifetime. So shout out to the Nigerian youth. You guys are rock. You all are amazing. You are always going to be my favorite group of people. Um, That is all for today's episode. I hope you all have a great day. Um, If you have not, please check out the NSARS hashtag on Twitter. Retweet, retweet, retweet. Even if you can't be, you can't be there. That's what I've been retweeting, retweeting, retweeting. Um, There are certain organizations that are taking donations and are being accountable for the donations. Some are taking donations in Bitcoin or other type forms of cryptocurrencies. Some are actually taking monetary donations, but you can look at that. using the NSARS hashtag. Like I said, this group is, this is not being led by anybody. So like, there's no one for me to direct you to. I just direct you to the NSARS hashtag on Twitter. Um, and it's just good. Just go look through it and just hear a little bit of people's stories. You don't have to watch the videos because some of the videos are touching. Um, but do what you got to do. So thank you guys so much. Protect your peace. Use your voice. And I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.